You are listening to You Were Made for This, the podcast to help people of faith find more joy in their relationships. Welcome to You Were Made for This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Hey, thank you, Carol. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 48, where today we start season three. It's so good to be back. You know, I'm generally a person who's comfortable within my own skin. I've never been very good athletically, and I'm okay with that. I'm also not very good at fixing things. I like to say it's because I don't have the right tools. I never buy tools, and I really don't accept them as gifts, because if I did, I couldn't use that as an excuse for not being able to repair anything. Rather than tools, I have this principle I live by that if something's broken, wait two weeks, and about 10% of the time, the problem will fix itself. The one exception is with cars. Car problems rarely ever fix themselves. Not too long ago, for example, I had a minor plumbing problem that I didn't know how to fix. So I waited, actually just overnight, and the next morning a solution came to mind that actually worked. I didn't have to go looking for help. None of these personal deficiencies and others like them ever really get me down. But there is one thing that does, one quality I lack that I'm envious of others who have what's missing in my life. And I know there's something like this in your life, too. Something you'd like to change about yourself that you can't. Something that's missing that others have that you want for yourself. Listen in today, and I'll tell you how I learned to work through this. Because if I can work through it, well, then most certainly you can, too. So here's the story. I've always wanted to be a person who embraces music, especially music that I can sing, but music has never been part of my life. I don't listen to music on the radio or on my phone except at Christmas. I don't go to concerts. I don't know how to sing, but I've always admired people who do. Carol, for example, our executive producer, she sings great. You know, just the other day, I heard her from outside our ladies' locker room downstairs. It was beautiful. I didn't know if she knew I was listening. And her husband, Terry, he has a terrific tenor voice that just melts butter. I wish I had that. I do want that kind of thing for my life because in church, singing is at the heart of worship. And I want to worship God in a meaningful way. But sadly, singing in church rarely does it for me. It really uh, rarely connects me with God. There are moments when it does, however, when the singing of others will move me to tears. When I go to a performance of Handel's Messiah each December, that connects me with God through the singing of others. And many Christmas carols connect me with God. I have seven plus hours of Christmas music on my phone. Really good Christmas music. None of the Jingle Bells or Frosty the Stowman stuff. Just really good Christmas carols. But it's all about the singing of others and not my own. 
I, I was especially discouraged about this until one day I came across Romans 12 in the Bible. Now, I've read this passage numerous times before, but this time, starting in verse 4, I was amazed at how the rest of chapter 12 was so relational, so many directives on how we are to relate to each other. It is so rich in relationship principles. To my way of thinking, it's really the most relational passage of the Bible, so steeped in how we can have better relationships. That was the last 17 verses of the chapter, however. But uh, then I thought, well, what about the, the first three verses, the first three or four verses? Maybe, maybe I should look at those verses more closely because they could provide the context for the rest of the verses that follow. And that's when it hit me. The first three verses of Romans 12 are about relationships too. Several very deep relational truths there also. And, and the one that tipped it over the edge for me was the very first verse in Romans 12. It's where the Apostle Paul writes, Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. And what follows this verse, all this relationship stuff, are simply examples of worship. Nothing at all is mentioned about music or singing. It's all about our relationships when done the way God wants them done as a means to worship and please him. This excited me. This discovery has changed how I view worship and has, over time, shaped what I want to do with the rest of my life. It's to help people please God through their relationships. It's why I started this podcast. You Were Made for This is about helping people transform their relationships into the best they can be. Because when that happens, we find joy in life. It's what we were made for. We were made for this. We find joy in pleasing and worshiping God in our relationship with others, our relationship with God himself, and even in our relationship with ourself. We'll be looking at all of this in the episodes coming up. Well, here's what I learned today. Here's what what, uh, struck me. The way I work through this desire for musical ability and singing and talent is to appreciate this quality in others, but to know I don't have to be like others. That while they worship and please God because how they're wired and gifted, I can know that I can please and worship God by another means, relationships. Music has the power to draw us into deep relationship with God. But if how we are doing in our relationships isn't pleasing to God, I really don't see where God is too impressed with our singing and music. If our music is good, but our relationships are bad, we don't please God at all. He's much more concerned with how we relate than the tunes we sing. And finally, and most encouraging to me, and I hope to you too, is that if our singing is bad and out of tune, but our relationships are good and in harmony with God, We worship him well. 
Now, if you forget everything else, here's the one thing, the one idea I hope you remember from today's episode, and it's this. We worship God and please him through our relationships, perhaps even more than the songs that we sing and play. Here's what you can do in response to today's show. Ask God to show you someone he wants you to bless today. Someone you have to sacrifice for, where you get nothing in return except for the satisfaction that you're pleasing God. Then ask the Lord for the strength to do so. Ask him to bless that other person through you, where he does the work through you. As always, another thing you could do is to let me and your fellow listeners know what resonated with you about today's episode. You can share your thoughts in the leave a reply box at the bottom of the show notes, or you can send them to me in an email to john at caringforothers.org. In closing now, I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show to both reflect and to act so that you will find the joy God intends for you through your various relationships. Because after all, you are made for this. And now for our relationship quote of the week. Nearly everything God asks us to do is in the context of relationships. Boy, I really like that, especially for starting season three. I'll say it again. Nearly everything God asks us to do is in the context of relationships. And this comes to us from Richard Swenson, MD. He's a physician and he's written a number of books. Uh, the most popular that I remember is one called Margin. It's about um, having margin in our life and creating margin. And uh, he is a physician. Actually, he taught doctors. I've heard him speak several times. He's a really great speaker. He's now a futurist. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what a futurist does, but, but that's what he's doing. And he has this great quote. Nearly everything God asks us to do is in the context of relationships. Well, that's all for today. See you next week. Goodbye for now.